Hey guys, welcome to our Saw finale. We made it. We have watched so many Saw movies. We're so excited because this is the the finale to not only the Saw series, you know, we'll we'll probably be coming back a year from now to talk about Spiral, but as the series stands today, we have finished it and we have finished the very first season of our very first podcast. Yeah. So get ready for some dioramas. We've got some games. We are definitely going to rank these movies as they should be ranked. And we might even have a special guest providing an interview. I don't know. We'll see. Yep. You're going to have to listen to the whole thing to find out. worried that mine's not good enough. Oh my gosh, me too. (laughs) So as I was working on mine, I, I was like, okay, it doesn't have to be good. And it'll actually be funny if it's kind of bad. And then as I was working on it, I was like, okay, but I have to at least try. (laughs) I I need to make sure it's like actually going to stay together. It's so freaking janky though. Um, I was like, oh, it'd be really funny if I could like somehow package this and mail it to Megan so she would have oh it. God. But um, it would 100% fall apart in the yeah. mail. There's no way it would survive. <laughs> it would be kind of funny to see how they perform. <laughs> but I already actually threw mine away. Um, and you'll probably see why um, when you see mine. But um, it, it mine didn't take me as long as I thought it would. I was I was kind of dreading getting started because I was like, oh God, once I start, this is going to take me forever. But then it just sort of came together really fast. And I was like, oh yeah, this is pretty good. Like, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I mine came together pretty fast too. And then my like construction methods were very questionable. Um, so like things kept falling apart. So then I had to like trial a couple different ways to try and keep things upright. Um should I should I send you my pictures? I'm like excited, but I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, let's have you go first then. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm just gonna send you a bunch of pictures. Okay. <laughs> oh, <it's> so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so cute. It's the squisher room with the freaking glass box. It's so good. <laughs> Oh my god, you painted it and everything. <laughs> I painted the whole thing. Look at him getting squished. His arms <laughs> his arms are just a bloody mess. <laughs> oh no. I love this close-up of his little face. He's so good. Look at Hoffman. What a douche. All smug in his glass box. Oh man, there's the bag. Thanks. Oh my god. I <laughs> I can't wait to see yours. <laughs> So Kate made the trash compact, the you know the would be Star Wars trash compactor trap with the um, clear glass box that Hoffman is in, out of cardboard. Her whole thing is made out of cardboard, and she painted it. She even used cardboard to cut out the body of Strom getting squished. Um, and she has him set up between the two walls that are crushing him. <laughs> and his arms are just these horrible, bloody stumps. <laughs> and his face is so upset. He's like, damn you, Hoffman. <laughs> oh, my God. It's really good. You guys are going to have to hop on the blog and see it. It's so funny. And she painted, she painted the whole thing. It's like gray. It's got blood spattered all over it. And she drew gears like. It's so jigsaw cool. Oh my God, you have to keep this forever. (laughs) Um, I got very arts and crafts with this. Um, I thought it would be funny to use all my metallic paint, which doesn't really come across in the photos that well, but I used a sponge to apply silver metallic paint all over the inside. His shoe is using like gold paint. And then it's a little hard to tell in the pictures, but to try and make Hoffman look like he's in a glass box, I taped saran wrap 
okay over the like cutout and i think it looks better in real life but it also just doesn't look all that great <laughs> so relatively speaking <laughs> oh man well i i really love it i think you did such a nice job i I am now worried to send you mine. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. You're so good at art that I was like, I really have to show up with this because I was like, Megan and Zach have so many craft supplies. Like she's so creative. Oh boy. Um, you mentioned making salt dough. Um, okay. Then let me send you this. I can't contain myself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, it's so funny that you also picked something from soft five it's the fishbowl oh my gosh megan this is so good it's so wild looking um okay so megan did um a salt dough person um with their head inside of a mason jar um filled with water to show us um str the first trap that strom goes through uh, which is the, the one that we call the fishbowl one where he has to do the emergency tracheotomy. And Megan also took a video. So I'm going to look at the video. Oh, and it fills with water through the straws. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's amazing. <laughs> I love that yours has like that interactive element where you can add the water to it. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. Oh my gosh. It's so good. So I... The recipe I used was super basic. It's just cornstarch and salt. It's literally, that's literally it and water. And it called for two cups of salt. And we only had, I didn't even use an entire cup of salt, but I basically used all the salt in our house to make this salt guy. <laughs> <laughs> and so Zach has to go buy salt today. I wish I had now, but I made a funnel out of the uh, the salt clay because uh -huh. I, I didn't have a tiny enough funnel. And I, for some reason, I was worried about paper using, I should have just cut paper into funnel. <laughs> but for some reason, I was like, well, I used all the salt in the house, so I better use up all this clay. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to make a funnel and the water, it did go through the straws, but it also just leaked out everywhere, which you can see in the second picture. <laughs> it's all over the table. But so I had to throw it away. Otherwise, I would have loved to send it to you. <laughs> It's so good. Man. I know. I love that he's totally naked and he's got this like funny little sharpie face. <laughs> so good. I'm really surprised that we both picked strom traps. We did. Yeah. Why, Why did um, I pick this trap? Why'd you pick your trap? Um, okay. So I picked my trap for two reasons. One of them was I thought that the strom Hoffman dynamic has never been the strongest part of the Saw movies. Um, but the that final moment in Saw 5 when you finally see Hoffman get the better of Strom and it's this like horrible over-engineered trap is like, it's really cathartic. It's like actually like a really fitting ending for like the arc between these two characters. And like, it doesn't make it worth it, but it is like one of the more enjoyable moments of like their whole relationship. Um, is to see like Strom finally get it and like Hoffman like you see he's like this evil genius um, and then I also thought that it would be kind of like not that difficult to try and do because <laughs> I was like the the other traps I was thinking about doing um, would have required me to go out and like buy things and I really didn't want to buy anything for this and um, I thought that it would have just maybe been a little overly complicated I I really was very strongly leaning towards doing the Lincoln parked car, the one with Chester oh, Bennington man. and the like white supremacists. Um, and I was researching like, okay, what are the cheapest action figures I could get from target? What's like the cheapest, like hot wheels car I could get from target. Cause I thought it'd be really funny to like, yeah. have like these, little, like all these little figurines. And then I was like, I'm not going to target this week. That's not going to happen. <laughs> so I just made this one. I know I've gotten so used to not shopping for anything. I was like, what can I use in the house? Yeah, I was out of a lot of supplies, but I knew this was the trap that I wanted to do because I remember when we were watching it, we were both just so impressed with how easy it looked to build. Mm -hmm. how simple oh, it was. yeah, that's and I, true. Yeah, and, and so I wanted to make my diorama semi-functional. Obviously, this one fell apart, but... um. 
Yeah. So it didn't occur to me to just like do a diorama of a scene, which could be really fun. Um, <laughs> I like how we both went in different directions. Me with too. This. I think that like building the diorama was really fun. Um, I would say that it definitely gets you like, I don't know how you felt about it, but like for me, I was like, man, this diorama is like at the same time more and less work than I expected it to be. And thinking of Jigsaw sitting down and doing a diorama for every single trap he's done just really shows the amount of planning and preparation he puts into these things. Um, this is a great activity for the kids. So if you want to have a nice little family activity to do after you guys watch, you know, looks like Saw 5, uh, pick a trap, make a diorama together. It's tons of fun. Really easy to make salt clay. Just make sure you have enough salt. I think I want to try to make some salt clay figurines. It looks so easy and like it, it like actually gave you like a person looking blob. So I think it's great. Super, super fun. I am so glad we did this. Gal pal approved. Some of these are so gnarly. Yeah. We, um, you know, we have so many traps to choose from, from these eight movies so far. So it only makes sense that we would have a would you rather game that we pose to each other and the audience. Kate, did we get any good responses from our listeners? Actually, we got for some of these questions, some pre-recorded responses from a few of our listeners. So for our first question, the theme is, is time on your side? So this would you rather question is, would you rather have the 60 seconds to get out of the reverse bear trap, which involves you digging through someone else's body to get a key, if, if we all remember, and unlocking the trap on your head before it rips your face open backwards? Or would you rather have one whole day to saw through your own leg before you're sealed up forever and ever? My college friend, Alicia, she recorded her response to this question. Hello, Kate and Megan. My name is Alicia and I chose the latter because uh, I would have more time to do it and I wouldn't have to dig into somebody else's body. Um, also, then if I got out, which hopefully I would, if I went through all that effort, I could get a really cool fake limb, like the guy in Tiger King who lost his legs. Uh, and I would get uh, one of those ballerina paintings by Edgar Degas painted on it. Um, just because, you know, I would think it was funny. And... Uh, it would also be a really cool piece of art so I could tell people, hey, I survived a serial killer. I had to cut off my leg. Thank you for the great podcast and look forward to listening to more. Ooh, this is a good one. And I like this question because I feel like it's really going to show the type of person you are. You know, yes. are you someone who's maybe a little bit of a procrastinator and you like to wait until the last minute to do things and you think about how great it's going to be to cut through your own leg <laughs> or are you just going to be like get it over with I want it done yeah I think I'm a get it over with kind of person I would do the reverse bear trap Ooh, I think so too Kate I mean it's fast the the thing that she has to do is gross. She's got to rifle through someone's body. <laughs> key. But that's not, you know, it's not like she's having to cut into herself. You know, she's having to do it and she has to do it quickly um, so that she can get out of there. But like worst case scenario, if she dies, it seems like a very quick death. And yeah. I mean, we know what happens in Saw when he saws through his own leg. 
he does not have a quick death. That is no, and he turns into a sad clown. (laughs) Yes, he turns into the saddest clown. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing for basically the exact same reasons. I now I don't honestly I don't trust myself to do either one. So I feel like the reverse bear trap is the least worst way to go because at least it's over with quick. And if I am going to try, at least I'm not taking it out on myself. Ooh, that's so bad. Either one of them suck, but I think that one of them definitively sucks less. <laughs> All right. So we were on the same page with that. Would you rather? Interesting. Um, our next would you rather question is a group trap question. So would you rather try to get out of the house in Saw 2? Or would you rather try to get out of the friendship traps of Saw 5? So Zach, who also does the music for this podcast, he had a response to this question. So let's listen. Between going through the group traps in Saw 5 and 2, I think I would definitely pick Saw 5. The problem with the Saw 2 traps is that it's a mess. Saw 2, the movie in general, is a mess. Nobody really knows what's going on. Um, it feels like they're supposed to get the antidote or are they just supposed to go through the traps. It's it's a, it's a mess. And then also Xavier is a huge jerk. I don't think I'd want to be anywhere around him. And Amanda is super annoying. I'm just always annoyed by the character Amanda. Um, in Saw 5, it has that the one guy, the the journalist, who's kind of annoying. But he, he's about it. So I think I would pick Saw 5. It's linear. You kind of know. Everybody kind of knows what they need to do. Um, and the characters are at least focused, so you wouldn't have to kind of be corralling people like is happening in Saw 2. Um, so even though the traps are kind of nasty in Saw 5, I think I would definitely pick Saw 5. I think I'd rather do the Saw 2 house. Really? Yes. How fun. I'm assuming you do the friendship traps? I would do the friendship traps, but I want to know why you would pick Saw 2. Okay, so I would pick Saw 2... I think because it feels like a looser, a little bit more organic type of situation that they're in. Um, We see people have traps that are set up to be dedicated to them where someone else kind of wanders into it first um, or they get pushed into it first. And so they're like stuck in it. It's not like, I don't know. Amanda. Right. It doesn't feel like you're going to necessarily have to do all of the traps that are in the house. But if you're in the friendship traps of Saw 5, you have to do every single one of those traps in order to get to the next one. You either die or you participate. Whereas I think in the Saw house, there are people who get away with not actually having to participate in all of the traps and they still survive. I, I guess I didn't think about it that way. I I was thinking about it in terms of which traps I kind of was able to figure out. And I remember watching Saw 5. The first two traps, I felt like, oh, we could figure this out. Like, we could all survive the first two traps if we just plan a little bit. And my plan would have been, you know, timing with the first trap. And with the second one, it just seemed very obvious that we could all fit in the tunnels which would mean I'd only have to survive the last two traps. <laughs> Which are not pleasant traps. <laughs> They're not pleasant. None of them are pleasant. But I feel like, you know, the greater good, Kate, the greater good. I feel like I could have made that work longer for myself and, you know, maybe one or two others. <laughs> I mean, so. I in, in the Saw 2 house, I'm pretty sure I would have been the person to get pushed into the pit of needles. So, I mean, <laughs> oh no. I don't think it would have been all sunshine and rainbows in, in the Saw 2 house. But I can see what you're saying about how the traps are like, they're not as com- complicated in Saw 5. You can figure yeah. them out. Yeah. yeah. And then that's true about the house because, um, you know, you could, you could also get away with being nice to people. Like, I think her name was Laura the Blonde. Yeah, Laura was great. She didn't have anything bad happen to her except for the neurotoxin. She just had poison. Yeah, I mean, and they all were subject to that. So, yeah, it could have been worse. (laughs) Yeah, so good, good answers all around. Our next category is someone please help. 
And so this one is between two pretty terrible traps. Yeah. One of them is the bottom of the pig pulverizer from and Saw this is 3. Saw- yeah. Yeah. Yep, from Saw 3. This is where the judge is in um, a big basin and pig carcasses come around, get pulverized up by this giant meat grinder uh, with the intention of drowning him in growths <laughs> of pig guts. Ugh. Horrible. Rotten. <laughs> and then the second one is the eye piercer, which is from Saw... Seven. Saw 3D. Yeah, one of his handlers um, is she's on a she's on a upright table like strapped to it and she is dependent on our main victim being able to lift up these two heavy weights and that when he does lift it up it it pierces him in the side making him want to drop those weights and every time he lets the weights go these giant you know sharp needle horrible knife things get closer and closer to her eyeballs um <laughs> so of course, bad of course going right through those eyeballs yeah yeah so <gasps> you know i don't think it's necessarily you don't have to necessarily assume you're gonna lose i think you just have to assume your fate is not in your own hands which one I don't know, like what either which one do you think you'll survive more or which one do you think is not as bad to die from? Which would you do? Oh, God, Kate, I, I am just so opposed to drowning. I mm-hmm. don't want to drown. <laughs> I don't like eye stuff either, but I feel like, you know what, I would just close my eyes and that would be the end of it. But the pig pulverizer, all you had to do was convince the guy to burn some stuffed animals. So it seems like that one's easier to get out of. But that, but anyways, um, I'm going to go with eye piercer, even though it's awful. I think I stand a better chance in eye piercer, and it's somehow less horrible than drowning in pig shit. I would also do eye piercer. And my reasoning is very, very, very simple which is that I don't like gross things. And the pig pulverizer just seems really gross. (laughs) God, it's so gross. Yeah. If I'm going to die, I don't want to die being surrounded by something I hate, which is just anything gross. (laughs) That's fair. What's the next one? The next category is prepare for pain. And we have two traps. We have a functional key acid chest ripper trap (laughs) in case you don't remember we'll remind you (laughs) um versus head in a water box trap and so this one is from let's see the the acid chest ripper one that's with our female detective carrie and that's from saw four right i think so saw four saw three same thing okay and then uh, head in a water box trap. This is um, our, you know, favorite detective, Detective Strom, FBI agent. Um, he has his head locked in a box of water in Saw 5. And so Carrie has to reach her hand into a vat of acid in order to get the key that will unlock her her chest structure, which will rip her breast plates apart yeah it's like this big claw machine that's got its little hooks like already digging into her rib cage just ready to rip her apart if she doesn't do it in time and the water box trap the only escape from that was jamming a pen tube through his neck which is pretty painful and and scary he does like an emergency trachea yeah yeah with a little pen like the ink part of the pen holder. Oh my gosh. No I'm anesthetic. Sure oh, this one's so tough. It um, is. The- Let's pre- so the idea is that we pretend that this this chest ripper works, not not the way Carrie ended up uh having to deal with it where it failed right. either way, but right. yeah. So we're assuming these work. Ugh. Yeah. My 
gut instinct is the head in a water box trap. Okay. The fishbowl. I hate drowning, as we just talked about, so I think I'm going to pick the other one. Ugh. So I, instead of picking my, like, favorite option between any of these two traps, I'm basically <laughs> picking which one would be my least favorite and then choosing the other one as my selection. Got it. And so I think that it would be worse to have to continually put my <sighs> hand into a vat of acid to try and get this key out, you know, over and over and just feeling your Oof. hand melting away versus the head in a water box trap where I think that I think it would be a horribly, horribly painful to try and give yourself an emergency tracheotomy. <sighs> but, you know, if it fails, just like take a big breath and you're done at least. Oof. I don't know. Neither yeah, is great. I get it. I get it. I think it's the, I think it's the, the, you know, least evil of the two. Yeah. With the acid one, I, I still, I do this when I watch these movies, um, when I'm judging the victims for being victims <laughs> and I'm looking at the traps and I'm like, well, if you had just done this, you know, like any dude watching a football game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look at her, you know, sitting there with this thing of acid in front of her and I'm like, why didn't she just try to spill some of it out first? Like, <laughs> I feel like she could have reached the bottom of it and at least tipped some of the acid out. Maybe not, you know, I'm sure Jigsaw figured that out. But, uh, so I'm going to go with that one and assume that I could fix it. Like assume that I could tip over some acid <laughs> before I have to reach in and grab the key. <laughs> Even if that's a lie. Would this be considered armchair jigsaw victiming? <laughs> the, the thing that we do in all of these movies where we're like, oh, yeah. what an idiot. If only they'd like held the key in their hand a little tighter, they would have been fine. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm doing. I, I'm, I'm going to pick the the acid trap because I really, really just hate drowning. The idea of drowning. <laughs> I can't. Totally fair. All right, you want to do the next one? Sure. The next one, our next category is pick me, pick me. Um, so these two traps that we're comparing are the carousel trap from Saw 7 mm-hmm. or the see no evil victim in that chain winder trap that's in, I think, Saw 3 or 4. Is it 3 or 4? The guy with his lips sewed shut versus the guy with his eyes sewn oh, shut. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm going with so for this trap, for this would you rather, it's the guy who has his eyes sewn shut. I already know. I think I do too. My coworker Amanda also had some thoughts on this question, so let's hear what she had to say. Hey Megan and Kate, I chose be the see no evil guy, or in my case, girl. And that was probably the only one that was an immediate uh, solution for me because I feel like in the Saw universe, if you leave your fate up to somebody else, you will die. (laughs) So I'm definitely not going to let some random coworker of mine choose whether or not I live or die. And also, I'm pretty sure his eyes were just sewn shut with thread, and you could probably pluck that out. I mean, it wouldn't be great and your eyelids would be ruined, but as far as saw traps go, having the your eyelids be destroyed is kind of best case scenario. Anyway, love the podcast so much. Thank you guys. Have a great one. I'm going to do the talk my way out of the carousel. Yeah, I think that's what I would pick too. You know, he let the women survive. In talking his way out of the carousel. He so did. I think we've got that going for us. I would totally pull that card. <laughs> you'd, pull, you'd pull the like, <laughs> Wait, I, don't I would, me I'm yeah. pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like I didn't tell bucket. anybody yet because I wasn't sure. You know, I'd make up some bullshit to make sure I, I survive because, you know, that's how it goes. <laughs> Um, I don't think I'm a good fighter. This guy who's fighting against someone who can see and can't talk and like he just, they've got all these stabbing instruments around them and stuff to bludgeon each other with. And it's like a fight to the death. I could, I can't even fight to live. Like, I don't know. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot do it. 
I'm also thinking right now, like, could I, could I have my eyes closed and talk to somebody else I can hear in the room and could like communicate with them, find a way to communicate with them? Could I say, you know, if you're a friend, click three times. If you're a foe, right? Like what, what, like, how do you communicate with somebody you can't see and they can't speak and you don't, and you know, you can feel that you're attached to something. You're obviously trapped. Like, I just can't imagine myself handling that situation the right way. (laughs) So I'm going to go with carousel. Yep. Carousel. I mean, you get to sit down the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a very, like, it's relaxing. low effort. Yeah, it's a low effort trap. You just go around in a circle and you either get shot or you don't. Like, it's, <laughs> it's pretty easy, all things considered. <laughs> all right. You do the next one. All right. Our next category is thank you for your service. And so we have donating five pints of blood from Saw 5 or cutting off your own arm from saw six. So I'm assuming that we don't necessarily have to cut off our arms. We just have to cut weight off of our body for this trap. Yeah. I just went with, when I was setting this one up, I picked cutting off your own arm because that's what it happened to take. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I get but, it. Yeah. Okay. And, and between you and me, like if we were in this trap, we would probably end up cutting off one of our arms. Yeah. It seems like it'd be this thing to do. She was very efficient. I don't think I could hold my arm in a, you know, in a sawmill, like a, whatever you call those blades. Yeah. It's like a circular for saw. that long. Yeah. Thank you. It's, a circular yeah. saw. Ooh. I, I agree. I mean, the, maybe I could figure out another way to donate five pints of blood, but uh, I don't know how I would. I think I'd also have to go with cutting off my own arm. Just get it over with. Ugh. There's part of it. Oh, it's so hard because one of it is putting your arm against a circular saw in order <sighs> to survive is almost passive. Like you're letting a machine do the cutting for you. Whereas when you're cutting off your own arm, one of your arms is like committed yeah. to doing that your other arm and so I I feel like for myself I would I would hit like this mental block where I wouldn't be able to keep doing it to myself so I yeah. think that I would go for donating five pints of blood really okay wow and you would cut off your own arm I think I would cut off my arm I don't think I could hold my arm still long enough to get the five pints But, you know, if I was actually in that trap, like this isn't part of what we're doing, but like if I was actually there, I think I would try to find more ways to to hide. (laughs) I would just try to hide in that room (laughs) because I don't think I could do it at all. (laughs) Yeah, I am a coward also. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. (laughs) That's a hard one. That leaves us with our last category. This item has not yet been tested. So these are two traps that we haven't actually seen work. But let's imagine for a second that, I don't know, maybe they do, maybe they don't. But you have to pick one. So either a functional chest piercer, which I, you know, that's, I couldn't come up with a good name, but it's the, the fake trap in Saw 7 that the writer made up about himself having to hoist himself to the, to the top of some, some plugs and, and plug them together by only chaining through his pectoral muscles. Right, buddy. Or a functional Cecil trap, which was Saw 4, I want to say. Right. Yeah. Where uh, Cecil is a guinea pig in a new trap of knives against (laughs) knives versus face where he has to press forward and the knives will cut into his face. But uh, if he can press forward hard enough, he's he's free. So which one would we rather do? We don't know if they'll work or how bad they could possibly get necessarily. So, yeah. Do you have a 
Do you have I have a, my answer. I think I do too. I know. I knew mine immediately. Okay. Yep. I, I would do the, the functional Cecil trap. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and my reasoning is that um, I have tried to do like rope climbs and like pull-ups and stuff. And they're really hard. They're so hard to do. And um, so, I mean, I'd get that hook in my like breast tissue and like have to try and pull myself up. There's no way. There's no way I could do it. I'd be like stuck at the bottom the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Trying in vain to pull myself up even a little bit. I was thinking about that too. Like, you know, maybe I could wrap the chain around my foot the way you're supposed to hold, use your legs to really pull you up. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Like use your legs to pull you up a rope or uh, some sort of climbing thing. But then I was like, but I don't know how to do that. (laughs) So (laughs) I guess I have to go with Cecil or Cecil, whatever. Yeah. And just push forward as quickly as I could. I, I, I actually sliced myself with a knife the other day while doing dishes. And I mean, it stung, but it wasn't terrible. I could do it. I think that with the Cecil trap, he like, it sucks in the movies because he pushes his face forward and then he chickens out and goes yeah, back. Yeah, he's to so do slow it about it. I think that with all of our knowledge and experience from watching Saw movies, we would know like, okay, just shove your face forward as quickly as possible. And it, yeah. would, it would sting like shit. It would hurt so badly. But at least it's quick and it would be done. And yeah. I don't think you could die from it. I don't think so either. Unless you got an infection. Yeah, because Jigsaw's gross-ass knives are probably just like pulled off of his workroom floor. Yeah, it's probably somebody else's blood on it first. Ugh. Ugh, oh, man. man, harrowing. Wow. And that was just answering questions. It wasn't even having to do anything physically straining. Well, we hope you guys had fun playing Would You Rather. And if you missed out on our answer gathering on our social media account, feel free to leave us your answers on the blog post. What would you rather do? We would love to hear from you. So I'm I'm really excited for our official drinking game. I think it's good. And I think it is the game of Saw Champions. I think someone might die if they actually Maybe. follow this drinking game. <laughs> Depends. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough. Um yeah, we we put together a an official, unofficial Saw drinking game list. Um It's actually more of a companion to our podcast, so that's okay. It's our official, not quite dead, Saw drinking game list. Yep, there you go. It's a very easy to remember name. It's going to become iconic in the Saw community. I can just see it. Uh, The good thing about this drinking game is that I think that if you drop yourself into any of the Saw movies and you have this drinking game, we tried to set it up so that you would still get appropriately fucked up regardless of you know where you're at in the series yeah and you can even choose your level of fuck up fucked upness as you play we have different levels all set up for you guys yeah we have in our first level we're calling it bloodthirsty (sighs) so spooky and These are things that happen a lot. Like you'll probably see these things in every Saw movie at least once. And you just take a sip of your drink um, when you see it. Yep. And these are things like if you see a cop or a detective or an FBI agent die on screen, you take a sip. Or maybe a license plate that doesn't have a state on it. You sip. 
Yep, these are the classic saw tropes that you get kind of all the time. And so this one's up to you if you want to crack open a beer or if you've got like a nice cold cream soda or something and you're like, <laughs> I just want to gauge how much the saw movies and or movies within the series take advantage of the same types of scenes over and over. This is the level for you. Yes. Now, if you want to take it up a notch and get just a little bit more toasted, you can try the choke it down level. This one, we are telling you that you got to finish your drink. So this is stuff that happens in some of the Saw movies, um, if not most of the Saw movies. So it's, you know, we're asking a lot of you. We're telling you that this thing happens and it's a big deal because it's, you know, it's a thing that stands out in this movie, and so it deserves finishing off your drink and then topping it up with another. Yeah, and this is a really great category to include if you are playing with friends that you like, you know, like like to talk to, because it encourages some discussion, right? We have a we have a crimeless victim call out. Is this person crimeless? It's not up to us. It's up to you and your friends. You guys can chat about it before you get plastered. Yeah, we also have the inverse of that. Is the victim definitively evil? What does evil mean to you? What does definitively what does mean, mean to, your... to you? <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean to your friends? Will you and your friends still be friends when you're done with this? Who knows? Will you and your friends be sober as you're having this discussion? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great category. Highly recommend. And our final category, this is the big one. We're calling it smoking, smoking gun. gun. Because as you can probably guess, it involves taking shots. a shot. This is the end all be all. If you guys are true, true fans and true, true alcoholics, then join us in this category. You're going to take a shot. Every time you see one of these things happen, but only within their respective movies. So you don't want to do this if you're doing a marathon run. Unless you're crazy. Maybe you do want to do it. I don't know. All we can say is to drink responsibly. Kate, which one should we watch first? Ooh, I want to watch one of, for this type of drinking game. I want to watch one of the worst Saw movies because I think that... That will make it the most fun to drink, too. And so I am leaning towards like a Saw 4. Oh, yeah. Or maybe a Saw 7. Yeah, totally. Saw 4 has a really good shot call out anyways that happens in the, you know, early in the movie. And it'll, that should be pretty fun for us. We should do that one. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, we're going to go have a slumber party virtually and watch one of these movies and we'll see where we end up in the morning. Hope you guys can join us. Yep. You can find our drinking game uh, posted on the not quite dead website. We have watched eight different distinct Saw movies, which are at least, 
I would say what 14 hours. Oh my god! Like at least movie. at least 12 hours more than the rest of you bozos, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and we've watched seven, and we watched Saw Rebirth. We've put a lot of time into the Saw series. We have. And we've also done research on the side. Remember when I looked up all those fingerprints? Yeah. I I say that all of this is in context for the segment we're about to lay on you guys, which is our definitive ranking of the best to worst Saw movies. Yeah. And this is a list you really can't argue with. We've done the work. We've done the research. We know what we're talking about. And if your list differs from this list, then you're probably wrong. And, you know, I'm going to be upfront here that um, I truly believe in the ordering of this list. Uh, but we're definitely going to get to like one or two of these movies where I'm going to be like, is this the movie with the insurance guys and Megan's going to yep. be like, no, you're thinking of a different movie. And I'm going to say, okay, but it's still at the bottom. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because if it's not memorable enough for us to retain the plot, then it probably belongs near the bottom anyway. Yes. So there. Should we start at the bottom or should we start at the top? Ooh, um, how fun. I think that we should go bottom to top, actually. Okay. So we both agreed on this one. We did. Um, yeah. At the very bottom of the list, um, actually a movie I had even forgotten to put on my list um, because it was <laughs> so far at the bottom, uh, is unfortunately Saw 7. Saw 7 is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. This one is also known as Saw 3D. Right. Um, yeah. It was... Directed by Kevin Gruter. Um, sorry, dude. Sorry. We like other things that you've done. This one Like was... all the other Saw movies. <laughs> like all the other Saw movies you've been involved with, we like better than this one. Yes. This one was tough. I mean, they marketed it as the final chapter prematurely. Um, this is the one that has the guy who... Um, is claiming to be a jigsaw survivor and he's kind of like this self-help guru kind of guy um, who then gets um, pulled into an actual set of jigsaw traps. And then the thing that I think actually really drags this movie down is the intense focus on Jill Tuck in this movie. Oh yeah, that drove me nuts about this movie. She seemed like a good character until this movie. So yeah, no good. Bottom of the list. Yep. There's a, I don't think there's much to say about it. It's just, I don't, I don't think that if you're, you know, a newbie to the Saw movies that you would, you would definitely not want to start with Saw 7. No, this is a movie you watch out of love. <laughs> the love <laughs> of the game. <laughs> exactly. But right above seven, uh, we both also put Saw 6. Yes, we did. Saw 6 is also pretty low on the list, but it is better than 7. Um, it has a little bit uh, of a better tie-in to the story. And Jill Tuck doesn't totally suck yet. This is true. Some better character characterization for Jill. This one is still really oriented around Jigsaw in his life. This is the one where it's the insurance guy. And so many of the Saw movies are like, people who have personally offended Jigsaw. And so this one felt really in line with that. It's still not great though. I think that the traps are all okay. It's kind of hard to emotionally invest in any of the traps. Um, but I do love that this one takes place in a zoo. So that probably alone helped me put it in. That's true. <laughs> it does give it an extra bump. We've seen a bunch <laughs> of gross bathrooms and buildings and underground tunnels, but not a zoo yet. Somehow he's connected this crazy maze to a zoo. I, yeah, I, I always forget about that detail too. <laughs> Saw six. That was the one with not it with the insurance guy, right? The insurance yes. guy that we actually feel sorry for. <laughs> Yeah, you actually feel bad Somehow. for him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because like basically from the first trap, you're like, ah, uh, does this guy really deserve this? He's just a cog in a machine. <laughs> he seems kind of nice. He seems kind of sad about these choices, but he has to make them. Yeah. 
Sussex. Towards the bottom, but not the worst. Um, I think we had the same yes. ranking for this next one, too, which was yeah. um, Saw 4. So we're kind of in middling territory here for these next couple movies where I would say that I think that we generally agree that they're not in the top half, um, but kind of sit somewhere in the bottom half of these movies. Uh, Saw 4, I think, was a little less memorable. I think because Saw 3 and Saw 4 actually take place at the same time, which you find out at the end of Saw 4. So, right? Is that right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, And this is the one with um, that police officer, Riggs. Yeah, Riggs, who's being, you know, put through these traps and they're trying to show you how you can take an, an an average person and actually convert them to the jigsaw ethos by the end of a movie. This is the movie where I remember your and my uh, appreciation for its equal treatment of the sexes was shattered. It, it broke our innocence <laughs> it with <did>. Saw. <laughs> um, it, it, was, it was just start, starting to lean in that direction. There is a trap um, in the hotel room where it had the oh, guy. Yes. Yeah, it had the guy who had um, raped and sexually exploited women by drugging them and raping them and videotaping it and taking pictures of it. And so uh, Riggs chooses to let this guy be tortured to death basically and it was just so like like sexual violence hasn't really been introduced into these movies before and so I think to have you know a victim it's it's hard because they're not really leaving any gray area for these right you know and so I just it felt like this movie was like starting to creep into the okay we're gonna have a black and white kind of logic mm-hmm. to this rather than like trying to spur debate over whether or not right. these people deserve it. Right. The other thing about this movie that I remember being troubling was the amount of excuses or sorry, the way that these people who were involved in these traps just played along with it. You know, Rig again, like this was the one where Riggs could have just stayed home and been fine. Like he literally yep. didn't have to move. And there was literally nothing forcing him to do this without backup. But that's what he chose to do. And that was a little goofy, I thought, about this movie. But it still wasn't as bad. I I liked how we got to see Donnie at the end finally mm-hmm. meet his maker. That's probably my favorite gif of all time. Uh, his head splat. I know. I love the surprise ending for uh, Mr. Wahlberg there because I mean, you think he's gonna he's gonna basically hang himself, and then it turns out these two enormous ice blocks come out like the wily e. coyote, like yeah. and just like smack him on either side of the head. Uh, so it's pretty great. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot in Saw Four that's kind of procedural, kind of bogs it down, and then I think the traps themselves like. I can remember, you know, a couple of them offhand, but I think I would need to to go back and like really sit and think about the the plot to think of anything more memorable than that. Yeah. So rounding out the top half of the bottom half <laughs> is, and we, and this is where you and I differed a little bit, um, yes. was Saw 3. Yes. Saw 3 is a little bit better than Saw 4. It is mildly better. You know, I really like that we still have Amanda in Saw 3. Um, it just really makes it feel like it's part of the OG story. I I mean, we love Shawnee Smith. She's great. Oh, yeah. And so I love how, um, like, deranged they let her be in this movie. <laughs> I, yeah. I like that, too. I like how off the rails she gets towards the end. Even though it makes no sense, you, you kind of get it in the next episode. They explain some of that. But, um you're just like, no, Shawnee, you were doing so well. <laughs> Don't stop now. <laughs> you can make it out of this. No. So for me, I had actually had in this place, so in the bottom half, I had had Jigsaw instead of Saw 3 here, which we we actually did put as our fourth 
best movie. So we just yeah. had, we had these swapped. But I think that Jigsaw I had as a little bit worse than Saw 3 because I felt like it's so far outside of the canon of the original Saw series. Um, but I did come around to bumping Jigsaw up in ranking um, because um, as a standalone movie, it's actually pretty enjoyable. It's really campy. The traps are pretty fun. The movie for people who aren't diehard Saw fans, like both of our husbands, seem to actually enjoy Jigsaw better than a bunch of the other movies. Yeah, for this reason, I, I pretty much had to put it above Saw 3 because it seemed to be a better movie in general, just, you know, according to the general public. Um, and then we also talked a lot about the production value went up. Mm-hmm. Um, the CGI was decent. Um, but yeah, that canon element keeps it down towards the bottom of the top half of our movies. Yep. And then now we're getting into our top three, which yes. we were pretty we were pretty close on for our top three. And overall, our lists gelled pretty nicely. We just had a couple here and there that didn't really. Yeah. Um, so our third favorite, um, which should come to no surprise to anyone, is Saw 5. Yeah, the friendship we, traps. <laughs> we love it. And it's so funny because in rewatching it, it's like, okay – 45 minutes of this 90 minute movie is fun. It's really out there with some of the traps. There's really good dynamic between the victims. They're smart. They're trialing things, but they're still a couple steps behind Jigsaw the whole time. Super fun. Um, Had to keep it in third place for me though, because the other 45 minutes of the movie do have quite a bit of Strom and Hoffman. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of this movie really isn't enjoyable. And it's so funny because I always refer to this as my favorite. But on rewatch, I I had to remind myself, oh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that I don't care about. But the traps in this movie are cool. I love them. And I love the ending of this movie so much. I think it's such a cool ending. The ending really redeems it. I think that for all of the really played out and like frankly kind of boring Strom and Hoffman interaction that you get from basically Saw 3 and on like it resolves in Saw 5 and it resolves in a really insane gory way uh, and I love it I think it's great that they were just like yeah let's really go for it in the ending here I I also really love honestly um I think one of my favorite traps in this movie god it's so hard to pick a favorite but I just love the the blood donation at the end I think it's like I I hear this sound in my head whenever it whenever that scene starts womp womp (laughs) you know like oh man we've been doing it wrong the whole time we didn't understand friendship I just love it I love that that synthesis of the rest of the traps yeah that dawning realization that they have that they just from the get-go did the whole thing wrong is like <laughs> it is thrilling as an audience member because so many movies that you watch like even in horror movies they want people to win and I love that in the Saw movies they're like yeah most people aren't gonna win and that's the point of this <laughs> it's like the great British bake-off you have to like bet on a horse early in the movie and see if they make it the whole way through because you're probably gonna be wrong Ooh, that would be another fun drinking game. I know. (laughs) You guys should do that. (laughs) Very off the cuff. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So the top two on our list, we had to debate a little bit. We had flipped these two. Um, Mm -hmm. But we landed on Saw 2 as our second choice and Saw 1 as our first choice. And this was the order I had in my list. Saw 2, I think, is a really good movie. Um, surprisingly good for a sequel. It has all of the fun parts of a Saw movie. It's fun to watch. There's relatively little police and FBI procedural elements to it. It's really focused on this set piece of this 
abandoned converted house that people are locked into and so it's just so out there and so fun so i definitely think that it deserves a place in second place with saw one i had to give it the first slot because it's the original and um it's just a good film like i think that it's a good movie and it stands alone it doesn't it doesn't need sequels to like flesh it out it feels very contained and i just really appreciate it as a movie yeah, I struggled actually with this ordering. I, I flipped back and forth a few times and ended up landing on Saw 2 first. Um, but totally see why you would put Saw 1 first. You, you've got to put the original first. It it kicked off this whole Saw movement. I mean, it really does deserve the top spot. What I loved about Saw 2 was how original it was. I thought for a sequel, it was pretty amazing. It it had new ideas, but stayed true to the old ones. It retained the canon. And they did a really nice job integrating the procedural stuff with Jigsaw. Like he's in most of those scenes with Donnie and and the other cops, which I think makes it more enjoyable to watch the cops. That's true. Yeah, you know that Jigsaw's messing with them. You just don't know how yet. And I think that's fun. Yeah, I think Saw 2 is, if you liked Saw 1, you should definitely give Saw 2 a shot. It's so, totally. I think it has like a more, maybe because you already know the world that you're in, it's a little more fun. It feels like a more capricious kind of movie. The original Saw is pretty bleak. And um, there's shocking moments in the original Saw, but there's like moments in Saw 2 where something shocking happens, but it gives you that weird like emotional whiplash feeling where you see something so shocking that it almost makes you want to laugh. So I think that's, I think that saw one and saw two definitely deserve the top two slots. However you want to order them. I do love that saw one was, you know, Lee Wanell's first big movie, James Wan, James Wan's first, uh, directorial debut. It's got Carrie Elwes, Danny Glover. Like it's got like a great cast for a first time effort from these guys. So I think it was really good. Yeah, I, I I think it was kind of pioneering in a sense. It of you know, of its own franchise, obviously. It it didn't really I wouldn't I don't know if it would have changed all of cinema. It it brought us gems like Hostel and the Human Centipede, maybe. You know, it kind of it kind of opened up uh the world of gore porn to the rest of us. Um so I appreciate it for that. I appreciate it for its novelty at the time and yeah, the good, uh, the good act, the decent acting in it, right? It was pretty good overall. And yeah, the new ideas that it brought. And I thought it was fun to sit there and, and debate whether these people deserve this or not or how much they deserved. And I like how that perspective changed over time. Yes, I agree. You can always watch this movie and get something new out of it. It's just that great. Better believe it. Better start your marathon. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's our definitive ranking. And if you don't think this is definitive, tell us why on our blog. Tell us we're wrong. Let's have some arguments. Yeah, we're still right, but we'd love to hear some dissenting opinions. Oh, yeah. We really hope that you had fun listening to our finale, our very special finale episode. Uh, As you can probably tell by this point, we did not secure an interview with Tobin Bell, nor Shawnee Smith, nor Kevin Gruter. We are getting to a point where we might start reaching out to the directors of photography, the boom mic guys. Catering. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Craft services. We just haven't made it big enough. So if you guys could help us out by rating us on wherever you're listening to podcasts, maybe we will get that interview one day and we'll throw it in a special, special episode. Yeah. Throw us some likes, hit that subscribe button. You know, it's, it's 2020. This is how people get interviews with Tobin Bell. (laughs) This is what it takes. But either way, we enjoyed having you guys along for the ride. This has been our very first podcast and our very first season finale. And we hope you guys will join us for season two. Know what it is? What is it, Kate? We're doing The Purge. Ah, Yes. (laughs) 
We have so many fantastic ideas for seasons. So if you've got an idea for a future season, if there's a movie that you just really, really, really want to hear our opinion on, make sure to drop it in comments and we may eventually get to it or maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. I mean, we're only, we're two girls, like we got full-time jobs and stuff, but yeah, and there are thousands, you, you never know. There are thousands of more movies. <laughs> <laughs> but join us for the purge. <laughs>